Welcome to The Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger. The podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side, and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. Hey there, NFT Curious listener. Today's episode is one of an incredible series we're sharing from our visit to New York City the first week of November 2021. Keep listening for exclusive access to conversations we had at the NFT NYC convention and Dreamverse, as well as snippets from our run-ins with amazing folks on the street and in parties and private events. You'll hear from the top players in NFT, from Beeple to Gary V, and discover everything in between. These sessions cut right from one hot interview to the next without much chatter in between to give you the feeling of being there and listening in on various conversations. We'll introduce our guests as they enter. Enjoy. All right, uh, everyone, we're here again at NFT NYC with another interesting project uh, with some really ambitious and and cool folks. And we're just going to kick it off by letting them introduce themselves and the name of their project and dive into some uh, cool questions about what's going on. So, uh, Elena, why don't you tell us about yourself first and what your role is? Yeah, thank you, Ethan. Um, so my name is Alan Agaridis and I'm one of the co-founders of Defy Trends uh, and also the CEO, CFO. <laughs> and I'm here with Imgesu. Yes, I'm Imgesu Seaton. I'm the CEO of Defy Trends. I'm a data scientist, data wizard. Nice. Uh, so that's been my background and we're really passionate to talk about DeFi trends, what we're doing, what we're building, and how it's going to change and disrupt the crypto analytics industry. We're all about disruptors. <laughs> oh, we and, love and, it. And I love analytics. So in a former <laughs> life, I did geospatial analytics. I love um, that. Yeah. Not and, that. <laughs> and uh, Jeff and I work closely on the analytics around our food tech company, where we looked at customer data on their likes and preferences, mm-hmm. what they liked, what they didn't like what, about our meals and rated them. Um, so I love that. And me too, me too. Know. I did signal analysis for my PhD of bird right. songs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. All kinds of uh, we data all, floating around. We all love data. We have and, a good group of data nerds here. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. Right. This is. Let's nerd out. What what got you fired up to start this company to to come together? Um, and when did NFTs come into the mix? Yeah. So everything started with our interest in crypto. We've been trading since 2015 and we needed applications and data so we can make confident crypto investment decisions. So I started building out apps for myself that would scrape the web and tell me where the general trend is going. So we would do some forecasting models and I would have alerts on great projects and them peaking. Um, and so We're all just like so jealous right now. I know. Yeah, I, was I mean, doing this. every crypto investor wishes that they had these skills. They wish they were me. I'm just kidding. So I, I actually coded everything myself. I did front end, back end, the data stuff. And um, I started giving talks in Tulum at the crypto meetups. And people are like, this is the most interesting and cool thing. And I was like, oh, thank you. So we got so much traction for DeFi trends then. And this laid the foundation for DeFi trends. At the time, we were only analyzing like 10 coins. Um, now, 
we blew up, so congrats to us. Very happy. And we do all We'll congratulate you too. That's 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 it's always fun to, to blow up. Even if you, you deserve it and you put in the work, it's fun. It's always fun. It's uh, it's a great ride. So we started off with just coins and now we analyze ecosystems and they're part of our partners like Cello, our investor and our partner. We list their projects, so and we also do NFTs. So that was, we started doing NFTs before Nansen did. And since at that time we, had, we were a small group of people, it took more time to get the product out. So, yeah. Yeah, so cool. So but tell us more about the product itself. So if I'm a user of the product, like what can I actually do to like elevate my game? Absolutely. So our main objective is to make everything that we do on the back end in terms of data, in terms of AI, in terms of research, as digestible and importantly actionable as possible so everything that we design is with that in mind so what we're building is a platform that includes all those components so the data analytics which Imgesu is the mastermind behind the AI and research backed up by education um, that you as a user can then use so you can go on the platform and have everything there together it's like a toolkit so for NFTs for instance you wouldn't have to um, spend hours uh, scrolling through Discord channels, uh, reading up about uh, new jobs and um, trying to figure out right the there. analytics. From hours through Discord channels is definitely yes. something oh, everybody's I, struggling I, with I, these days. I, <laughs> it's fun, but uh, not everybody has time for that all the time. I, I mean, I, I, I have not been as active in the, the market of NRTs as I wanted to be because this podcast has, has kept us so busy and you know, as much as you want to act like an ape sometimes and just grab that <laughs> banana, you, you'd like to have some data to back up those decisions, you know? And and I'm just super curious what you all are, are finding out in terms of, of the data. Um, like, like, how much does Discord size matter? Uh, and and is there is there like uh, asterisk on that and and like you know does Twitter matter and and, and and does the amount of the the cost of the NFT impact the 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 sales? I mean, there's a, I have a million questions. What are you what are you all learning? Um, <laughs> oh, there's so much happening. Yeah, yeah, give us give us some of the insights. Maybe um, a counterintuitive one or two too. Yeah, like, yeah. So you ha you actually are asking really profound questions. So I've been in statistics for a very long time and we found that there's difference in lags of actually being influenced by seeing a Twitter post about a drop or a coin, a marketing scheme, I'm not sure, that when you actually buy the NFT or you, um, there's some price differences. So we did like optimal lag and we found in NFTs, it's so fast. It's like you, you hear about the drop, you buy it. So that was like some really interesting uh, things that we learned. In other coins, work with us for board ape yacht club, Josh. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> oh, I ten, I sense some tension there. <laughs> did Did you predict that one with your tools? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we didn't actually have the tool for NFTs ready then. Yeah. But I also think it's interesting to talk about the Discord group size because um, though that has been a pretty good indicator, it doesn't always um, predict the success of a project. So there's so many um, really variables that go into it. It could be also the act how active the developers are, their track record. So we also scrape GitHub, for instance, um, and that's one of the variables. And of course, it's different from project to project. And yeah. 
um, what goes viral or not uh, is a question that many people in the world are trying to crack. Um, but So that's interesting. You, you're adding data points as they seem to be relevant, right? Like exactly. maybe you didn't track GitHub at one no, point and then you add it to the mix. And yeah, and then it changes a lot. So as we grow, we are becoming more robust. We are getting closer uh, to knowing exactly where the trend itself is going because as you have more data, uh, you definitely can have a better forecast on things. So uh, we got a lot of partnerships as well and they share data with us. So it's, we're adding. So I'm curious though, what, what data do you use to track your performance and, and your uh, you know prediction capability or you know the outcomes of the data that is going into these reports? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys track that success or not? So it's actually, we scrape over a million data sources. And so this includes, like I said, Discord, Telegram, YouTube comments, Twitter comments, literally everything on the web. So uh, we have different indicators like social media index. We have corporate index to see how well uh, the project is doing in the corporate eyes. So we scrape that and have it in an own subgroup. Then we have exchange score. Uh, we also have uh, social sentiment and then Overall, we have like we scrape GitHub, as I told you, and then we create this overall index called DeFi Trends Index, and it's an index from zero to 100. And as it goes higher, it means that uh, it's it's doing really well. Definitely not a recommendation. So so is that is that happen pre-sale too? And and how do you how do you mess with the data in terms of like pre-sales and and then like drops that are that are live like like what what can folks look at that are sort of new to the space that you know are excited about our project but they're hesitant to purchase what are what are some of the leading indicators um that that they could sort of find on your uh tool set that that could help them make informed decisions based on you know what you've seen in terms of historical performance so before a project has launched yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a little easier to to tell. And we had Matt Kalish on the show recently mm. from from DraftKings, and he's like, "Look, it's getting to the point where I used to have FOMO um, for not getting into a project before it launched, but then a lot of those things, mm. you know, you know, went up like a rocket and then crashed to the ground. So now I'm looking for later traction. But but I am curious: are there indicators, in fact, that can predict um, that a project will not only start strong, but continue on that path that mm-hmm. that would help folks? So, yes and no. Um, I mean, it's not a crystal ball, but there are certain indicators just with any company or any project, whether it's on NFT or crypt- on cryptocurrency token side um, where you can see how solid the project is. Uh, one part is of course if they've already launched their um, social media, social media, see what the adoption mm-hmm. is, um, if they're building. So depends if we want to take it into the NFT side only, mm-hmm. but um, the utility of what they're building. So some mm-hmm. NFTs have more utility than others, of course, um, who they're backed by, what their founder's history is. Um, yeah, we definitely do due diligence before they launch as well. So just an automated more quality. Does, yeah. does, the, does the quality of the art matter? Like, I, I find it really interesting that 
that some projects, you know, people are excited about mm. and then they see the actual NFTs and they're like, ooh, what did I just buy? <laughs> I know. Yeah, we, <laughs> our co-founder's boyfriend had a revealing and he was like, oh, God, I'm so angry. This is not what I wanted. <laughs> but that would be cool if we have an AI that scores the art to see if it's good or not. But then it's yeah, you could collaborate. We had a project that they did Kohler and Paint. Uh-huh. But they're also AI. Um, what's the general name of the company? I'm, I'm forgetting right now. But Fetch. Fetch, fetch mm-hmm. that AI, yeah. Um, but th- they created art algorithmically mm-hmm. by interactions between AI and human judgment about like which algorithmically generated pieces they liked best. So, That's uh, a good thing get to add with to them. us. There you go. Yeah. Here's another 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 partnership moment right here. Because imagine we ha- also have a little AI. Oh, it's good quality, like an indicator of where the art is, which is important as well. But I think utility is more important but, for me. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's not only just about the visual appeal of it. It's also about the sentimental value, for example. That's why some of the early projects and NFTs have blown up, like Etherox. Sorry to the developers, but it's not the most beautiful piece of art I've ever seen. <laughs> right. yeah. no, but we, it's just we heard of a really fun It's historically project. important. Yeah, it and, and yeah. It's, 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 there's so much we could talk about. I mean, like we heard about a project from um, Claude uh, Von Stroke uh, that he's into with one of his designers and some of his um, art for uh, Dirty Bird campouts uh, called Hand Jabs. And it's like just these little hand puppets where you know you have the hand making like a fist and like and like i don't know is that they were <laughs> look cool is that good art is it not good art i don't know but i wanted one i think it's also more about what's relevant in culturally um yeah. rather than just on yeah. are just so just subjective i mean what is good art so yeah. so what's the macro uh, picture of NFTs that you're you're seeing with the influx of, of projects um, is it getting more difficult to sell out and um, like what what's the state of the union? So I think that I'm very excited about other applications of NFTs as well, especially in the DeFi space. Um, but in terms of big projects and NFTs right now, I mean, the originals like the apes and yeah. CryptoPunks, et cetera, I think we'll see a few fewer of those um, explosions, um, but more of a broadening of the space and uh, really a lot of development in the infrastructure, yeah. uh, the shovels and um, hammers, if that's a good analogy. Yeah. Um, so on the technological side. I think the use cases are also going to be we're going to get more creative as time goes by. Uh, we're going to have member groups. There's so many different utilities. So as we grow in numbers and there's more NFTs and it's more popular, we're definitely going to see it explode more. I would say that's my trend forecast. <laughs> nice. Well, nice. well, Josh is you know pulling out his OpenSea account and trying to make uh, his rapid decisions right now as he gets this <laughs> into. Well, I, I actually <laughs> think we're we're going to be hanging out all night. We're going to buy you guys drinks. We're going to get all the parties together. Whatever it takes. I to get the intel. I'm just going to be a millionaire before the night's over. Get the alpha. Get the alpha. No, so uh, if so, if folks are just you know kind of getting into the space or maybe they've been here and they don't realize this kind of resource mm-hmm. is available, how do they get? How how do they get this info? How do they sign up and, and uh, take advantage of the value you're offering? Yeah, so uh, we have a web application at the moment. So you can go onto our website and sign up for our uh, product. It's free. 
right now so you can you know dabble in and we have a lot of ecosystems that we are also adding on as time goes by so the more we grow the more data we'll have and more partnerships uh so a user can just come on and we're also in in development for our mobile application and we're going to also have a chrome application so while you trade you can get all the analytics and what's the oh, website yeah. address again oh. for our, our listeners? I got my phone. I'm going to put it in right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> defitrends.tech. Um, so you're catching us at a very exciting time. We're about to soft launch our beta, as Imgesu guess said, so you can sign up, be the first to find out about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you can but go you're going to send us text messages every time you have alpha, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything. Of course. Yeah. You're in the special, in the special club. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The premium service, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> the white glove service. Thank you so much yeah, on our for social, sharing with oh, us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Social. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. yeah. So on our social media, too, we, um, you know, give insights. We're like, oh, weekly update. This is what's trending. So, so at DeFi underscore trends on Twitter and then DeFi trends on Telegram. All right. Yeah. This is cool, guys. I mean... Um, we're the edge of NFT. You guys are the edge of NFT analytics for sure. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> shall we rebrand? Yeah. <laughs> and and there's just so much um, more we could cover. It's yeah. so great to to meet both of you here and to learn about what you're doing. Um, really excited to um, personally sign up and and get to know um, you know the latest trends. Yeah. Awesome. Great, no, trends, thank you so much out. for having us. Um, it's been really fun to talk to you yeah. and on to more. Definitely. All right. Indeed. Enjoy the rest of the conference. Thanks, thanks again. so much. Thanks, okay, you too. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone again from NFT NYC. This is Josh Krieger with Edge of NFT here with Callum Ames from VideoCoin. And they are doing something that I think a lot of our listeners and folks have been curious about in terms of how this gets done, which is long-form video NFTs. Callum, excited to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Josh. Great to be here. Well, let's start out with uh, the basics. What is VideoCoin all about? When did it start? And uh, what made you pumped to join the team? Yeah, so VideoCoin started back in 2017, Josh, so we've spent the last three and a half year building out our video infrastructure platform. Um, our leader, the founder of the company is Halsey Miner, who is a serial entrepreneur who founded CNET, which you may be familiar about, which became a NASDAQ 100. Uh, he then was a co-founder at Salesforce.com and created Google Voice. I think I've, I think I've heard of those guys. <laughs> and a few other small startups with a combined value of about $270 billion. So clearly that was one of my interests in working for this company. Um, in short, the VideoCoin product, or as we call it, the VideoCoin network, is a publishing platform for next-gen rich media NFTs. It's a white label turnkey software solution that provides content creators and brands with the capability to easily and quickly mint and sell what we call novel NFTs as a new consumer product. Our full stack solution also includes fiat payment options so we can abstract out crypto for the normies of the world and also uh, ad agencies and front end consulting to maximize companies NFT program deployments. Wow, it sounds like you've said that before, which means that you are in the right role at the company. <laughs> let's let's break that down a little bit because I think there's a lot of different use cases that come into uh, the the world of possibility pretty quickly. Maybe you can start with um, you know Hollywood and uh, the movie industry and and what kind of potential this unlocks. 
Yeah, that's a great question. So, look, Hollywood has been mired in the same technology for for many, many years, um, specifically around the video infrastructure. As more and more people cut the cable and begin to stream their content, obviously Amazon Web Services and Microsoft and Google have benefited tremendously from all the streaming activity over the last couple of years. And they're the and they're the the 800-pound gorillas in the industry. So at its conception, VideoCoin created a blockchain version, a decentralized version of those video services. And we have worker nodes spread out, Josh, all around the world that process the video files on behalf of the content creators at a much lower cost. Yeah, so you were one of the early big partners of Filecoin. Um, I remember getting an email about this um, about this partnership. What what sort of does that partnership unlock in terms of possibilities uh, people wonder about the the value of decentralized storage versus like an AWS solution, but it seems pretty integral to what you guys are doing. Yeah, it really does. Let me focus on the NFTs since we are at NYC NFT. So for an NFT, the the value of having a Filecoin partnership is we've worked for the last nine months with Filecoin to create an interoperable solution where producers, content creators, and brands can create their NFT, and we have an API call into the IPFS system such that the file is actually saved and stored into, into the future for the next 50 years. You may have heard a lot of issues around theft or, of the NFTs, or they just disappear. People don't understand that there's a what we call the concept of a durable NFT. So our partnership with Filecoin is largely around the durability and longevity of the NFT so that the content producer can feel safe that his NFT is is accounted for, it's locked into the blockchain and it cannot disappear. So we're, we're super happy about our content uh, partnership with, with uh, Filecoin. I think going forward, Filecoin is looking to us to bring use cases that will benefit their overall e- economy as well. So it's a really mutually beneficial partnership. Cool. Well, let's talk about some specific use cases. We like to look at the roadmap of, of our uh, guest and, and maybe get a little bit of the inside scoop. Anything you'd be willing to share with us today? So, Josh, I'll tell you that we have our mainnet launching in the, this quarter, and we have several big partnerships that we're working on. Um, I would like to give you some of those names, but I'm not allowed to right now. Um, well, well, let's have some drinks later and then uh, continue recording. <laughs> it sounds good. Um, I think that, you know, in, I'll, I will say in general, uh, the primary use cases we're finding are today's NFTs are somewhat limited. And we've created what we call an NFT Plus product. And the NFT Plus product specifically allows you to create a superset container on the VideoCoin publishing platform so that you can not only put into your NFT multi-assets, but you can also put in multi-different types of files. So you can have multiple video files coupled with music files, coupled with JPEGs, 3D art, uh, statistics, uh, narratives, etc. And what you create with that is a what we call more of a novel experience around an IT around an NFT versus simply a, a, uh, an ape or a piece of artwork effectively. So we are pushing what we call Web 2.0 of the NFT space, and we are working with multiple use cases, primarily in the 
uh, in the gaming industry, a lot in the fashion industry, and also we're working with uh, large companies that are effectively going to be able to build their own NFT marketplaces. We offer a white label solution, so we're not a marketplace provider. We provide the tools and the software for any content creator to easily and effectively publish these NFT pluses. Wow. So how does that NFT plus uh, opportunity fit into the world of, of fashion, for example? Can you give us just an example of what a brand might do, maybe even an independent designer in the streetwear industry versus someone like Chanel? Yeah, it's a great question. So so look, we all know, and obviously this whole conference is, is directed towards the speculative market of NFTs, the artists, the creators of NFTs. But there's a whole, another use case that we are very interested in on the enterprise side, and that's largely around brands. So imagine, if you will, that you have a limited edition sneaker, and you produce the sneaker. You now can create an NFT that goes along with that physical product, and the NFT provides for perhaps videos of the product being built, the first time that Kevin Durant wore the product, the first time it was introduced, um, maybe videos of the manufacturer of the actual product and the shop floor, probably not, but <laughs> it could have. I, I mean, I think in sustainable fashion, people care about that. They want to know the work, the, the working conditions. And I, I think there's something about meeting the maker that is part of the DNA of the creator economy that this opens up, right? I think that's, I think that's well said. Yeah. So in effect, you create an experience that goes with your physical product. And for the brands, this is a new way to, in, to actually gather the attention and interaction with millennials and Gen Zers out there that they have had a tough time reaching. So NFTs open up a whole new media experience on the marketing side for product specific. Very, very cool. So you're here, you're, you're having conversations. What What's your perspective on where this industry is going and how how has that changed from from being here in, in New York and having the types of conversations you've been having? So I've been I've been surprised to speak and meet with uh, a lot of different folks that are at the cutting edge of this. Um, I think there's going to be several issues that the industry as a whole needs to address for adoption. I think one is this notion of ownership versus possession. So there's the concept in this world, and we're all in crypto that if you have somebody hack into your MetaMask wallet and steal your NFT, the general sentiment from the community on Telegram or Discord is, or Reddit is, uh, too bad, so sad, you should have had better 2FA uh, you know, characteristics. That's not really a way to run an industry. So I think there's going to be some movement on the rights management of these NFTs. Um, I think that, for instance, if I loan you my car and you're driving it around, doesn't mean you own it, I just let you borrow it. But unfortunately, that's how we operate right now in the NFTs that are currently out there. So I think there's going to be more, uh, more deep dive on features and functions of the NFTs so that they have sustainability, legality, and, and rights management. Now, we're working on the rights management side with our video pedigree for our, for our NFTs. But I do believe there's going to be a movement around legal tracking and legal paperwork that make an NFT not just in your possession, but you actually own it. And if someone does steal it, Josh, then you have the, some rights to go back and get that NFT. More than the community giving you a GoFundMe page to make you feel better. Right on. You know, I want to go back to the use cases. One more topic came up in my head, which is music videos, which yep. 
are, are really special. They've been built into the culture of music for a long time. Have you been having conversations around music videos? And what does that look like in an NFT plus world? Yep, we have. Um, we've had several discussions with different music distribution businesses. And it looks like this. You can put your music video into an NFT plus from VideoCoin. You can permission it, which means, for instance, people can view a preview, for instance, and maybe some see the artwork for your album, but they can't get the songs unlocked until they pay you for that. So permissioned and multi-assets are two components of our NFTs. But in the music business, there's, there's a lot of artists that are trying to maximize their ability to monetize their content and not give away 50% of it through one of the larger platforms. This is a real good opportunity for them to create their own NFTs. You can distribute music through them. You can do it in a multi-permission fashion. And by the way, you can, you can tie in promotions as well. So like the first 20 people that buy your album get a free ticket to your concert. Uh, they get other VIP backstage access points. And there's just many marketing opportunities this opens up because it really is a peer-to-peer -peer way to connect with your audience. What does the minting process look like for someone using crypto and someone using um, non-crypto? I guess a credit card, I assume, is, is a possibility. And are you minting across different chains? And, and how does gas fit into all this? Yeah, so we are Ethereum compatible. We have our own blockchain. And largely, the initial customers we're working with are going to be using our software as a publishing platform. But we are interoperable with Polygon, Solana, we are working with Palm. Uh, we're also working with the secondary markets as well to support NFT Plus so that we build a robust uh, ecosystem for all of this. So we're not so much concerned with trying to own the blockchain or own the, certainly we're not in the marketplace business. We are really providing the tools for others to be able to easily and quickly publish and mint these novel NFTs uh, for their own purposes for primary sale. Callum, this is all very exciting. I'm so glad we had a chance to spend a few minutes together in this chaos. We're actually up on a, a rooftop overlooking New York City. This was the spot we could find that was quiet. And um, I'm sure you're off to many more meetings. Um, great to meet you and look forward to continuing this conversation in the future and excited about what you guys are doing for the space. Thanks, Josh. Great being here. We're here at uh, NFT NYC, and we've got the opportunity um, to, to talk to a, a really awesome group of folks from Casper and, and have an interesting conversation about what's going on in the world of Casper. Um, and uh, I think what we're going to do right off the bat, just to make it easy, is give them each a chance to introduce themselves uh, and what they're up to, and then we'll dive into some questions. Josh, did you have anything you wanted to say before we get started? Yeah, I, well, I just want to kick it off with, with Ralph Hare um, from, from Casper Labs to talk about the bigger picture of, of what's going on in the Casper ecosystem, why Casper is, is, is different than all the other blockchains out there. A lot of folks caught wind of you guys from CoinList. It was one of the most popular, um, I think, token launches in, in history. And now everyone's like, all right, well, what's next? So, uh, Ralph, please introduce yourself and kick this off. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. So yeah, my name is Ralph Kubli. I'm with the Casper Association. I'm one of the board members of the Casper Association. The Casper Association is really the not-for-profit entity that is responsible for the development of the core, um, open source core, as well as the community. So, and in our view, we have put forward uh, a really interesting solution to the blockchain trilemma, 
people take notice with a brand new EVM, uh, with acceptable block times for most applications, as well as a true commitment to decentralization and security. That's so good, and I know you know all these things matter, right? It's not it's it's like a four-legged stool where you really can't go without one leg. You need everything, and and, and it's exciting to hear what you guys are doing. Joe, please introduce yourself and, and maybe talk about the how that sort of manifests with with the creator world. I mean, we're talking about a creator economy in Web three, and and that's that's where all this goes, right? So uh, let us know what your thoughts are there with and how that fits in with Casper. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my name is Joe Benso, uh, Director of Communications for Casper Association. And yeah, exactly right. The creator economy has like just really just, you know, rocket fueled the, you know, the explosive growth of um, blockchain technologies, NFTs in particular. Um, and one of the focuses I think that, you know, Casper can provide um, kind of a unique position in this space is by offering additional utilities uh, for NFTs and that's some of the things that you know, there's often a question around like What is the valuation of NFTs and why why are some of these NFTs? Uh, valued the way they are and a lot of times it's it's really about like the, the future Applications of what NFTs can provide. I think Casper is uniquely positioned in that uh, in that we can provide um, specific technical solutions that offer dynamic NFTs um, and, and and utility that goes beyond like what is currently available for, for well, we like to um, get folks to uh, share all their secrets with us, but but just to start off, maybe can you give us a sneak preview of something you're doing with one creator or that you've recently worked on? Yeah, so um, we just launched uh, our own NFT uh, kind of collective uh, or collectible series uh, celebrating the third birthday of Casper. Um, it's actually gone viral and uh, people, so it, it just really showcased the, the demand or like the interest in NFTs uh, in general. But artists um, that we, we were definitely supportive of the just the artist ecosystem in general. Uh, and of course, a lot of that is, is happening on Ethereum. But, uh, you know, we're friends with Ethereum, obviously, and uh, we have we share a lot of the same ethos and the, and the decentralization, of course. Um, so we're, we're working with artists like Dario De Siena. Um, Latasha, uh, we have an event coming up uh, on Thursday that will be uh, showcasing an NFT pop-up uh, show with some Broadway dancers uh, that are minting their NFTs as as a dance. And so I think there's really interesting uh, applications of how artists are incorporating their unique artworks uh, in in, uh, in NFTs, and I think it's a it's a really exciting time to explore. Well, Joe, I, I have to say, uh, I try to be without any FOMO, but I already have FOMO in this interview because I didn't know about that drop and I would have uh, been very interested in what you guys were doing there. So now that we're friends hanging out, I'm sure that that won't be the case. I'll, I'll, I'll be a little bit more in the loop, but um, you know, exciting what you're doing. And we also have a, a Shook here today who's working on the enterprise side of NFTs, which, you know, we really are excited about too, and it doesn't get enough conversation topic, but you know, we've had some hot topics recently talking about what companies like McDonald's are doing with NFTs and, and all the supply chain use cases are, are really boundless. So I'm excited to learn more about what you do with Casper and maybe some of the enterprise cases that you're tackling right now. Thank, thank you, thank you, Josh. Um, glad to be here. Um, I'm, I'm Director of Professional Services at Casper Labs. Casper Labs is the creator of Casper Network. Um, 
And as a creator of the network, you know, we have obviously a deepest knowledge of the technology and how it can be put to use. Um, Casper Labs is kind of focused on creating enterprise uh, solutions. And as a, as a uh, in my role, I get to interact with a lot of enterprises and strategic partners who really bring real-world use cases to uh, to blockchain, right? And one of the key vehicles for real-world assets to be to be brought onto the blockchain is NFTs, right? That's that's a conduit. That's that's a real it's means a to do it. It's a bridge, and we have been um, really very effectively using that. We have real-world use cases to almost live. Uh, at this point in time, and I can talk about it, one is that um, a marketplace that we have built uh, along with uh, IPV. Um, so IPV is a marketplace for intellectual property patents, and they <coughs> needed um, a kind of a unique uh, use case where you know the patents become tradable. At the same time, you know they can also pool in patents, license the pool. So it's a very complicated use case uh, that we had to uh, effect on using blockchain. So I have a couple friends that work for the U.S. Patent Trademark Office, and uh, I can only imagine the complications, but also the value there. I mean, they, they're doing manual searches every single time for these patents. And one of my friends specializes in razor blades. That's his entire job for the last three years is just razor blade patents. Yeah, and, and I'm told that, you know, um, almost like four to four to six percent of the patent transactions that happen are actually sold by people who don't even own it. So a provenance of patents, you know, um, having uh, authenticity that you're buying it from the right person. Um, and imagine that if I'm an enterprise which is building a solution for my customers and I'm, um, I'm licensing patents from the, the patent owners, I need to have uh, authenticity. I need to have guarantee that what I'm what I'm using and uh, is is authentic. And you know, uh, otherwise there could be so many legal complications. We solve so many problems by getting this on board. Um, so, so Casper Labs has played a very fundamental role in building the infrastructure layer uh, around how these NFTs are created and then how these NFTs could be transacted or the, the additional complicated use cases where they're licensed for a period of time and stuff like that. So that's one use case. The other use case, um, and it, it's very interesting to me, um, is, is uh, Metacask. So we have been working with Metacask, which is a marketplace for premium single malt whiskey barrels. Hmm. That's again a very opaque, um, in a very traditional um, market that already existed, but it was very complex. You know, uh, deal, dealing with is like with books and you know a set of a few people who actually brokers who know. And imagine liberalizing that market and you know increasing the reach of that market. It's it's a phenomenal use case. Uh, again, the complexity of the NFT was quite a lot there, and. and and if, if you are in the NFT space, you'll realize that um, there isn't any solution uh, in the current NFT you know, solutions that are available in, in, in the market where metadata on change can be mutable. And that is one of the requirements that Metacask had because uh, casks which are stored in the distilleries undergo certain transitions and, and the data is recorded um, at, at a certain frequency. It evolves. At a certain frequency and you needed uh, an NFT with a solution where the on-chain data is mutable and upgradable. And that is something that we've been able to provide. So, so how, do you, how do you do that in a way that uh, doesn't lead to data tampering? Exactly. So um, 
so, so the NFT that uh, platform that we have created has, and Casper as a technology has upgradable contracts. So it means that um, your history is written and it is immutable, but your future is not. It, it's writable. You can write it, and that's what is really important here, right? Like you, you want to make sure that nobody's tempered with your history, but your future as it changes, you should be able to record it. And this is one of the primary existential level. That makes sense, right? Like, like exactly, uh, you right. know, your past does not predict your future. And and when we are talking, and these are these are excellent examples, and we are working with many others as we speak. We are working with. Um, a large government in the Middle East uh, to bring vaccine supply chain uh, on, on, on the blockchain, right? And imagine like the, you're, tra you're tracking the conditions of vaccine, the environmental conditions um, through the whole um, uh, life cycle, uh, right? From from where it is received um, at the airport, or, or you know, where, or where it is originated, up to the place where it is actually opened from the box and injected into a person, and you're tracking the whole thing. And there are changes that happen along the way, and you want to make sure that those are recorded in an immutable way. Um, so we, we are working on that use case, and there are plenty others. Um, land records, um, you know, digital twins for precious uh, uh, items, um, um, university certifications, um, you know, on-chain. So these are plenty of use cases they're working with. That's 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 really exciting to to me. I'm sure Ethan, you as well. We love talking to creators and talking about the protocols. But I have to say, as an enterprise business background, former consultant, um, I actually get really excited about these use cases too. So I think we have a couple shows here, guys, in our future. This is a fun sort of sneak preview of, of all the amazing things going on with Casper that we thought was happening, but we didn't know for sure. But we met here at this amazing conference that I'm brought us together. I'm talking to you. I'm really glad we got we met up and we are talking about this. And, and now there's some music blasting in the background, which is a good <laughs> segue. But but one last question, guys. Um, you know, besides Casper, is there anything you've seen so far at the conference that's been like mind blowing? Anything that you're personally excited about here? I, I can tell you, I, I'm, just sh I'm just impressed by two things. One is, this is a mammoth scale at which the organization has been, uh, organization has achieved this, like NFT.NYC. It's really mammoth. And imagine the, the, the organizers and volunteers have done an incredibly good job in project managing, making sure that everything works. This is incredible. The second thing I want to talk about is the, the energy in the, in, in the conferences and in the, in the people when you talk to, there's an incredible amount of positive energy. And you, know, you can see that these are the people who are going to like lead the way to the future. Um, and I'm just excited about it. I, I, I couldn't agree more. We're going to have a, a little uh, podcast session with the organizers. You know, scaling the conference to the size they got to so quickly is not easy. Props and love to them for for, for, for doing this, for the community, and uh, for not saying we, we no when, when, when all these people wanted to come. Yeah, we heard from Gary V, uh, or that we heard that Gary V told them this could be the size of South by Southwest, um, you know, as a way of sort of inspiring them. But I also heard uh, from, from the conference organizers that they literally have to turn people away, um, you know, just for the sake of making it manageable. So it's very exciting. Well, thanks. So uh, this is Ralph again. So what excites me is that the focus is going towards safety and security. So we see a lot of people that are really thinking deeply about how their property can be, you know, protected and how they're actually going 
not to market, I would say, but preserve, you know, and really have a chain of custody solution. I think that is really critical. Otherwise, you know, the economic, the, the change in the uh, scale of economic transaction between the creator and, and, uh, and the purchaser will not change. And that's really the commitment of Casper as well. We will take what we've learned from these enterprise use cases and we as the association want to give this to the world so that anybody, any creator, any firm, any project can use really high-level proven technology to mint and store NFTs. That's a beautiful vision. Uh, we're going to wrap up a second. Um, Joe, did you have something that you wanted to highlight or, or should we wrap? No, I'm just, you know, it's, it's just amazing to see artists, uh, you know, coming into this space in such a short amount of time, like being so uh, inspiring to kind of uh, evolve what's going on in, in, in this space. Um, you know, things like uh, different disciplines like dance becoming NFTs. I think there's some really interesting use cases and around like copyright and IP ownership. Um, I think that's a, the area where Casper is going to be uh, really uniquely positioned in the future and uh, super excited about it. Yeah, we just came across a dancer last night doing some cool stuff in NFTs. And man, we could talk forever, but I think we have to go to our next interview. Josh, anything you want to say to wrap it up? No, guys, just excited to have you on the show soon and, and clearly uh, do, do some fun things together in the future. Thanks for your time. Right, uh, man, we've been busy here. We are at an event called Dreamverse, and uh, there's so much cool stuff going on here uh, that it's mind blowing. And we actually haven't had a chance to talk to anybody during our evening visit here. Um, and so it's cool, we get to do a little uh, sit down uh, interview, uh, a quick one uh, with somebody interesting uh, working in the Solana ecosystem. Um, his name is Jonathan Choi. He's at Metaplex, uh, but first I'm going to give the mic to him just for a second um, so he can you know, define more clearly exactly what he does. And then we'll shoot into some questions and excited to hear about what's going on with you guys. Great to be here. My name is Jonathan Choi. I'm the CIO and head of partnerships at Metaplex Studios. Awesome. Um, and, you know, I, we were just talking bef before, you know, pre-interview, let's say, and, and you said it's, you're, you're kind of just getting started. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you joined Metaplex and, um, you know, what you know of how everything got, got started. Yeah, it's a bit of a story if you don't mind. So my background is primarily in product management. I started at Apple for the iTunes store. And after that... Can you explain what Apple is? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's that fruit company, you know. So Apple for the iTunes store, very lucky to have joined when it was just a music store for a few countries. Wow. Saw the growth of different media types and eventually the app store. And you know, after Steve Jobs left, it no longer felt like Apple. So it was time for me to move on to early startups and begin my journey as a product leader. Um, primarily focusing on music tech, I learned quite a lot in the entertainment space being in LA and New York. And the last two years I've been focusing on, well, helping underprivileged communities learn what is Web3, blockchain, crypto, DeFi, and NFTs. Because I really believe that those in crypto don't need more crypto. It's really those that, those that stand to benefit from the most and it's the underprivileged communities. So from these fireside chats, I saw myself talking about Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Solana. Solana because I've been part of the community in the early days and simply put, I learned a lot thanks to community. So as we all do in the crypto community, we want to give back and help others learn. So I found myself evangelizing Solana and always thought to myself, ah, oh, it'd be great 
to help Solana in some way or another. Not look for a job or be compensated by them, but just help them somehow. That's awesome. And luckily enough, I eventually met Solana and the opportunity that was presented, or two opportunities actually. One, you know what, given your background, why don't you start something with us? We'll fund you, we'll give you support, whatever you need. Wow. And I really wanted to, be a de being a DeFi yield farmer myself, I wanted to create a DAP store. We all need a DAP store. But at the same time, Metaplex Studios was just getting off the ground. Yeah. So hearing the vision from Adam, our CEO, and also my close friend, Denny, who was a past colleague of mine, joining the team early on as a product partnerships manager, both of them said, you know what, you love to help people. Why don't you just do that with Metaplex? You'll have a much larger audience and help them learn about what is NFT. All right, let's go. So that was three months ago, I joined the team as head of partnerships. And it's been such an amazing, exciting ride. In three months, we've been talking to creators and brands and IPs all over the world to understand what is NFT. If they choose to build something with Metaplex because it's a great protocol on Solana, awesome. But if it makes sense for them to build on another blockchain or use another solution, why not? I'm happy to make that introduction because our belief is that the power of NFTs are for everyone in the world. And it's not us to be selfish about Metaplex only, but rather we want to help everyone understand it and use it however they like, even if it means another chain. So fast forward to now, we are here at NFT NYC as our first event because, well, we want to connect with our community. We want to meet them in real life. So for us to be here, it's not about us having fun or being a sponsor, which we're having fun, but let's be real. It's about us finally meeting people like you guys, connecting with our community and helping them understand we're here for you. We're all about supporting our community, our creators with whatever they need. So to be able to finally meet them in real life and and just have a connection, have a, have a drink together, have a conversation it means so much to us to a point where we plan on doing this month after month all over the world and just meet our communities, our community all over the world. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's all about, there's a lot about creativity here in the space and I really appreciate that being somebody who creates, you know, artistically and what I see is a lot of just general creative energy. Whatever people can do to create, they do, right? If they're building a chain, if they're building support for NFTs, whatever, they're creating something and oftentimes people are creating something so that other people can create. You know, it's very beautiful. Um, Jeff, Jeff, did you have a question? I do, yeah. So clearly community is so important and the awareness of Solana and Metaplex is growing exponentially and you can see it reflected in all kinds of ways. I want to know, like, as, a, as somebody that's not that familiar with uh, Metaplex, that's not as familiar with Solana, how are you engaging folks and bringing them into the community? If someone's interested in it, what steps should they take to get involved? Well, number one, talk to us. Yeah. Help us learn what your curiosity is, what your creative vision is. And if you don't have one, that's okay. We're there to simply help you ideate, strategize, plan, build, engage with the community. We simply want to help. And I know that that may not be business savvy because others want to quickly grow, revenue, all that, but we just want to help our community. We want to help our creators. Because we really believe that by helping creators, we are moving away from the past, moving away from Web 2, where creators are becoming, or they were, commoditized. They were one of thousands, tens of thousands in a platform, or in a protocol, or in a business. 
right now with Web3, what makes it so exciting is that creators can have a voice. They can have control. They don't have to deal with all the middlemen taking their cut, their voice, whatever it may be. So we really want to empower and support creators all over the world, regardless of what they want to do. So for us to be here finally, I mean, it's, it's been an absolute joy. That's amazing, dude. And, and so you're heading up partnerships over there. Are there any partnerships that you're super excited about you can share with us at this point? Ooh, I mean, we have a lot yeah. that we can't talk about just yet. Right. But if you stay tuned through our Twitter, at Metaplex, or even our Discord, you'll soon hear one after another. All of our VIP partners about to launch. But the ones that I can't talk about because they did launch, or they will launch in just 12 hours from now. Okay. We have Street Dreams. Street Dreams Cafe is a platform that will elevate street photography. Not only that, but introduce a new way to discover street photography through the idea of packs. So if you remember, we grew up collecting baseball cards, right? Oh, yeah. The idea of opening a pack and discovering what's in there, well, we want to replicate that in the digital, in the NFT space. So Street Dreams will be launching very, very soon, a couple of hours from now. And by launching the packs, well, we'll be buying the NFT, supporting them through the purchase, but we won't be able to open it just yet. Rather, next week, the entire world that purchased that NFT will be opening it together at the same time. Okay. Meaning, we and even Street Dreams don't even know what we have. We want to make it absolutely fair so that we all have an equal chance of maybe getting a rare photography or not. Yeah. So we're trying to make it more fair and more fun for everyone so that it's not about the creators or the supporters getting whitelisted or getting the pre-sales, right? We know what that's about. Rather, we want to make it fair for everyone. So we believe that when we do the revealing in a week from now, it's going to be a fun experience enjoyed by everyone across the world that participated in the initial drop of the packs. Second project, Immutable Image, which just so happens to be another photography-based platform, but this time it's about high-quality sports photography. So led by Walt uh, Bjornios and Jeff Caldwell, well, they're elevating sports photography. So for example, Walter Yost, he's the man behind all of the iconic Michael Jordan photos. We all grew up with Michael Jordan photos and posters on our wall. Oh yeah. So whatever you remember, that was all by Walter Yost. So you'll see photos or NFTs like that and then some from many other sports photographers. Awesome. I think we were just talking to the guy that he like invented slow-mo, you know, originally. He has all these like original initial kind of slow-mo uh, images from all different sports. You know, it's really cool. Anyway, it's something, so I'll mention uh, uh, Metaplex to him, but uh, that's amazing, man. And, and so, yeah, great partnerships coming, huge community that's continuing to build, exponential growth, really. Um, when we think about the platform itself, the tools that are available to people, anything on the roadmap that you'd like our listeners to know about? You know, I really shouldn't, but I will share one item. Okay. So today, the open source protocol, anyone can go to GitHub, fork the repo, and spin up their own storefront for free, create NFTs for a few US pennies per NFT. The customers actually finish the minting process for fractions of a penny. 
all the revenue that's generated from that, we give nearly 99% directly to the creator. So that's what exists today. Yeah. But we're not done. We want to make it even easier for those that do not have a technical background so they don't have to deal with GitHub. So imagine people like us that want to have our own storefront. Well, we'll soon be launching a no-code version of the protocol, meaning before the end of the year, with a few mouse clicks, boom, you have your own storefront. Boom, you have your own NFTs. So imagine something like Squarespace plus Shopify. So once we have that out, we believe that not only the developers, but everyone else can have their own storefront, have a voice, and become a creator in the NFT world. That's amazing, dude. A lot of people have been saying they can deliver that and are saying that they have delivered that, but nobody's done that yet. I really hope it's you guys that, uh, that bring it to the forefront, man. Thank you. I mean, just in the last three months alone, those that have been using our open source protocol, there are now over 3,500 projects that use our Metaplex NFT standard. And all of those projects from marketplaces like Solana, SoulSea, DigitalEyes, to 10K Genevar projects like DJ and Ape Academy, Solana Monkey Business, Thugbirds, all of them combined have facilitated, I believe over $1.6 billion just in the last three months alone. That screams product market fit as someone with 15 years of experience in technology. Yeah. So we're just getting started. That's three months. That's just 3,500 projects. Yeah. There are thousands more in queue waiting to get out and have their voices heard. So not only are we expecting massive growth, but we're just simply happy that our, our open source protocol, the solution, the Metaplex MT standard, is becoming widely used by everyone. Beautiful. Yeah, just curious. Do you, do you enjoy your job at all, or is it? It's so obvious, dude. Like you're so passionate what, what, what about it. What job? Am I working? <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally. No, Neither. really, it does not feel like work. Honestly, I mean, yeah. I'm surprised every week on how amazing this is. It, it really does not feel like work. I mean, I think what fuels me and the team is that we get to meet creators and brands that are excited, are looking to innovate, and are really leveraging something brand new so that it's no longer about metrics and revenue and growth. It's just about doing something amazing and fun and creative. So for us to be a part of that and simply support them behind the scenes, I mean, it's just infectious. You know, the diversity of the community, the positivity, it's just... Yeah, this is no longer work. It's us simply following our passion and helping others and, and having some fun along the way. Yeah, man. Well, that's really evident in talking to you. Really excited about it. Amazing community, amazing product, amazing growth. Definitely wish you the best. Where can folks go if they really want to follow you and, of course, uh, Metaplex and everything you're working on? Yeah, so Twitter for us, at Metaplex, M-E-T-A-P-L-E-X, would be the great destination for us, but uh, for myself, also on Twitter as Echoic Pro, that's E-C-H-O-I-C-P-R-O. Um, we're there for all of you, really. Feel free to reach out, DM us, and if you have a, a creative vision that we can help fulfill, we're happy to do it. Beautiful. And I'm going to give a quick shout out to three folks that I met last night. Um, I think my head is spinning with everything, but I think it was the W Hotel Bar. We were hanging out. Uh, Jackie, Jason, and Mike, I believe. 
Uh, and Jason was an artist who was, they were all super excited about a Solana. Jason was an artist who really found his home with Solana. And, and Mike and Jason met because of an NFT project on Solana where they like met at a party and they saw it on each other's like one on his hat and one on his shirt and they came over and they like ran at each other and you know it, it's really fun to see uh, how, how these things how people are coming together of this stuff so shout out to those three and uh, we'll find out what Jason's uh, name is uh, for his NFT his NFT projects but th yep. things are going well and uh, they're having a lot of fun you know one more thing I want to say is that we could not do this without Solana Solana Labs incubated Metaplex several months ago because they knew NFTs are the next big thing. And for them to birth this idea, bring it to life, and allow us at Metaplex Studios to carry the baton forward, um, we could not be any more grateful, lucky, happy to do it all. So now having a strategic partner in Solana, the best blockchain in the world, fastest, most cost efficient, the most scalable one today. Um, we just feel so, so lucky. So, you know, we are doing it together as Metaplex and Solana. We are one team and yeah, we, we can't wait to see um, how our community um, you know, grows and we're just happy to be there and support everyone. Beautiful. Well, let's go have some more fun at Dreamverse. It was great to sit down and have a chat with you uh, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. We hope you've enjoyed this special bonus content from our time in NYC. We've reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs for today. Thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventurers on this starship, so invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. How? Go to iTunes right now, rate us, and say something awesome. Then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. And don't forget, as a member of the Edge of NFT ecosystem, you're part of a community defined by collaboration and co-creation. Right now, we're giving you a literal opportunity to plant seeds with us and grow deep roots and broad branches together through NFTs. We're breaking ground on our own special NFT collections. Please head over to spiritseeds.xyz to find out more about our collection of only 100 Spirit Seed NFTs that will ever be minted. That's been created in collaboration with NFT influencer Nicole Buffett. And stay tuned to our Discord, found at edgeofnft.com discord, to get the inside scoop on our upcoming Living Tree NFT drop. Between these projects, we aim to plant tens of thousands of trees with you and offset thousands of metric tons of carbon emissions. At the same time, you'll get special access to our giveaways and events, as well as even more opportunities to co-create and collaborate with us. Check out edgeofnft.com slash discord to join our discord and plant your roots within our community now.